Good morning, it's Friday, the last day of July, and delighted you could be with me today. Um, and if you like, you tune in all the time. We're glad to have this. Tomorrow at 11 a.m. we'll have our worship service. And I'm planning on talking about uh, a story that happened to Saul and his conversion on the road to Damascus and the impact of that. The Lord called him my chosen instrument. So please tune in for that. 11 o'clock, it'll be on various platforms, including YouTube and on Facebook. And uh, you can link through our website at www.naplessdachurch.org. So we're delighted to, if you could join us, that would be fun. So, and let others, you can have a watch party if you like. Uh, so today I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, with COVID, with uh, the passing of Herman Cain yesterday from uh, coronavirus. Here's a person who's just barely a little bit older than I am. And it uh, reminded me, he was a very wonderful, out, outgoing man, always happy. And uh, I admired him a lot. And to see him, what he has done with his life, and to have lost his battle to coronavirus. And so death is part of life, isn't it? Until Jesus comes and takes us home, that's the way our, our lives go. We are born and then eventually we die. It's not a happy topic we talk about, but it happens. When Jesus was um, here on earth, he went to the home of Lazarus and Mary and Martha. And as you may know the story in John 11, Lazarus was sick and he died. And Jesus took his time to get there, if you know how this works. And when he got there, he had already been dead for four days. And Jesus said, well, roll away the stone. Oh, don't roll away the stone. No, 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 it's already too late. Well, nothing is ever too late for Jesus. And he asked and he said to, said to Martha as they were standing there, he said to her in verse 25, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? And she said, well, of course she believes it because Jesus had said it. And yes, of course, but she really didn't realize why Jesus was doing what he was doing. The raising of Lazarus is the most incredible experience that and story in the Bible. Incredible experience for everyone who was there, but it tells us a story of the power of Christ to raise someone from the dead, which I as a pastor have seen many folks who have, who have, uh, I stood around their grave who have grieved for their relatives, for their friends, for my own parents and family, looking forward to the day when Jesus will come and will resurrect them and give them back their life. They were uh, asking children, uh, asking some children about what would it be like by heaven or dying or going to heaven. And here's some answers. I thought you might find these interesting. Uh, this is from Alan, age seven, who said, God doesn't tell us when we are going to die because he wants it to be a big surprise. Aaron, age eight. The hospital is the place where people go on their way to heaven. Evidently, that had been his life experience. Raymond, age 10. A doctor can help you so you won't die. 
a bad doctor sends you to heaven. <laughs> oh dear. Stephanie, age nine. Doctors help you so you won't die until you pay all their bills. That's, that's probably true. Um, Marsha, age nine, wrote, when you die, you don't have to do homework in heaven unless your teacher is also there, which probably is true. Kevin, age 10, is very courageous. He said, I am not afraid to die because I'm a Boy Scout. And of course, that would be great. Ralph, age 8, said, when the birds are ready to die, they just fly to heaven. <laughs> That's wonderful, isn't it? I thought those were kind of cute. Uh, kind of uh, some humor for you as uh, we talk. Of course, this is the most serious time with the pandemic, and we're looking forward to getting a vaccine that will help us. Some are saying, well, should I take the vaccine or not? Well, that's up to you. I know what I'm going to do, but in our house, particularly at my age, so uh, you have to make that decision for yourself, but thankfully they're working very hard and they think by October we may have a vaccine. And so that would be a tremendous step forward, wouldn't it? If we can help prevent this coronavirus from taking more lives. It's tragic how many have lost their lives already. And we remember Herman uh, Cain uh, today. Let's have prayer, would you? Dear Lord, I thank you for the scientists and I thank you for the work that's being done to, uh, I believe you have inspired them and are helping them to find, find this vaccine that will help us. I thank you for doing that, leading that head. But Lord, we also also know that you are the resurrection and the life. I thank you for the power you have over death and that even though we may go to the grave, we can live again eternally with you. What a great and beautiful promise you give to us. It's the Christian's hope. And it's, as Paul said, we don't, we don't die as those who have no hope. We don't mourn like those who have no hope. We know that we rest in you and in your resurrecting power and that we will be with you. I thank you for being able to do that. I thank you for the examples you gave in the scriptures so we can know the truth of that. So, Lord, we rest in you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Hope you enjoy our worship service, and uh, delighted to have you with us. God bless.